Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that between now and the end of the year, private intuitive sessions and gift certificates are 20% off, and all the details are there for you at karenhager.com. And if you want to keep up with my shenanigans, whether that's the psychic kind or the radio kind or the yarn and jigsaw puzzle kind or the whatever caught my interest at the moment kind, you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm Fog City Psychic over there. Now, are you living in a house that's got funky energy? Have you maybe found yourself even wondering if it's haunted? Amy Dempster's my guest today. She's host of the Earth Keepers podcast. And she's here to share some wisdom about how we can reclaim our power in places with paranormal activity and how we can clear and protect our homes and our personal fields. If we've got time, I also want to talk with her about how we can be more closely connected with the earth and the spirits of the land. Are you ready to meet her? Amy Dempster helps to understand the healing power of the earth. What began with openly sharing her spiritual journey on her popular blog, Following Hawks, that's become a resource for others who want to learn how to communicate with nature and share their own unique healing gifts with the earth. Together with the spirits of the land in the mountains of Northwest Montana, Amy tends seven portals on the land where she lives, along with any grid-keeping work she's assigned. She also leads the Earth Tenders Academy, an immersive online journey to help others reestablish their connection with their ancient ancestors, learn to communicate with seen and unseen forces in their environment, and respectfully offer their healing energy to places in need. Amy's also host of the podcast, The Earth Keepers. You can find out more at followinghawks.com. Amy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. I'm looking forward to our chat. Oh, me too, because I found you because of something that you wrote about the dead files, which has been a secret favorite TV (laughs) show of mine, but the kind where if someone comes in, I change the channel. No, I'm watching, I don't know, something, think of something high-minded instead of the dead files. Right. Um, So I have a secret shameful love connection with the dead, with the the dead (laughs) files. And I love, I love all those paranormal shows, but I also know from the work that I do and the people that I, who I talk to, those shows can, they spread a lot of misconceptions and there's a lot of, uh, inaccuracies or kind of misdirection in, in those shows. So why are we so curious about hauntings and scary stuff? Why are we drawn to that stuff? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think from a deep down in our cells, in our bones, you know, back to our ancient ancestors, you know, connection, we always had some type of, uh, connection or, um, 
you know, process to connect with our ancestors, connect with those who have, you know, however you want to say it, crossed to the other side, passed through the veil, transitioned. And I, you know, and so I think deep down we have this um, knowledge, this knowing that we can make those connections. And and then I think in a more modern sense or recent day sense, I, I think it's kind of multi-layered, you know, on, on the one hand, um, you know, popular media has has created <laughs> this uh, this image that um, you know we should be uh, spooked or nervous or scared about things that we uh, don't understand or things that we can't see or uh, you know we've been told that uh, you know if you seeing is believing so if you can't see it it doesn't really exist and then I think so many of us have really had experiences that we can't explain or. Uh, that we can't for sure maybe know were true, but we do deep down know that it really happened. You know, I think it just captures our imagination and kind of pulls us in deeper to um, really, you know, see if we can make those connections and, and if it's really true. And so I think all of those things together kind of combine into this um, ongoing fascination with what really happens after we die. And, you know, can we continue to be in relationship and communication with um, those people? So if we hold that mindset that it's that it that it's spooky, that it that it's um, maybe negative or that it's there for our entertainment, if we hold that mindset, then how does that affect our experience when we come into a space that is, for lack of a better word, haunted, where there's spirit activity, where there's maybe paranormal goings on? How does holding that kind of mindset change the way we respond? Yeah, well, you know, I think that it's, you know, it's one of the unfortunate things about our more recent kind of cultural history of, of the last at least few hundred years of um, feeling like. Uh, we're out of control in a situation and mm -hmm. that perhaps, um, you know, bad negative things can get us or, um, you know, and, and unfortunately, I think a lot of this uh, has been stoked over the years by um, certain religious beliefs of, you know, what what can happen if you're connecting to the other side or if you're possessed or if you're, you know, all of these types of things. And so when we come into this either um, lacking power, you know, feeling out of control and, and that we don't have power in the situation and we're also scared, it, you know, energetically draws more of those things to us. And so um, it kind of becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy or cycle, you know, of um, I'm scared and then scary things happen. And then that makes me believe that it's, you know, true and going to continue to happen. And then I don't have the power to do anything about it. And it just, you know, it becomes this horrible cycle that, that you know, we can really get stuck into, particularly if we live somewhere where there's a lot of activity going on. Are there, is there activity everywhere? I mean, the short answer is yes. <laughs> the way the way that I think about it, you know, is that there are many, many, many layers of energy that are happening absolutely everywhere, you know. Um, time is more, you know, a linear time, I should say, you know, is, is a construct and an idea that helps us kind of hold things together, you know, that there was a yesterday and a today and tomorrow. But it's really more like everything is kind of happening simultaneously, um, just on, you know, different levels or different dimensions or different um, 
frequencies, as, as you might say. So um, there are other things being carried out uh, in other timelines, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, you know, everywhere. And it's just that in some places, those energies and um, are much more aware of kind of us and what's what's happening in this moment in time. So if we are living in a space and we feel like something more is going on, probably something more is going on. Is that right? Uh, yes. In my experience, you know, I think we're also taught to kind of downplay or uh, turn off our own kind of internal, you know, sensing uh, capabilities. And and most of us know if something, you know, just kind of doesn't feel right. And I think we've also been conditioned to believe that, like, um, we're all going to see things very clearly or hear things very clearly. But most of us are really, really sensitive um, in our physical bodies. And so that's, you know, for me, my uh, kind of uh, signal that there are um, what I would call earthbound spirits, spirits who haven't, you know, who've passed away, but haven't crossed all the way over um, that are hanging around in a space. For me, it's a very like kind of unsettled feeling in my stomach. Um, and it's different than any other feeling I get. So when I walk into a space and I feel that I, I can, you know, pretty much guarantee that, oh, there's something in this you know, in the space like that, different people are going to pick it up in different ways and feel it in different ways. But they aren't the kind of things that make us say, I, I know for sure that that was there because I saw it or because I had this very specific experience. Some people do, but not everyone. And so when we can trust and feel into our intuition and know like, yeah, I'm feeling something or I'm seeing things out of the corner of my eye or there's, you know, things that feel unsettled in my house. Um, it, it's true. It's happening. You're, you're accurately picking up on that. <laughs> so if we're aware that something's happening, how do we start to take our space back. If you watch the kind of shows that I watch secretly, don't tell anyone <laughs> the way you take your space back is you get, I don't know, an EMF detector. And then you start shouting, taunting <laughs> things into the darkness. Um, I'm, I'm not sure just personally speaking that I'm not sure that's the wisest way forward, but when, when you know, something's happening, how do you start to take your space back? Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. And I think it, it takes a lot of the kind of energetic charge out of it as well. When we remember that, you know, 95% of, of any of these types of things that you're going to pick up or, or feel, they are just, it's just someone's loved one, right? It's somebody's, you know, mother or brother or sister or daughter or whatever, who, uh, you know, got lost on the way to where they needed to be after they passed away. And a lot of this is because we don't have a process in our culture or a belief or an understanding in our culture of um, how to help people get to the other side. If you look at, um, you know, indigenous cultures, most of them have some type of um, belief and story and understanding about uh, that it is the responsibility of the living people to help the dead people get all the way, you know, to, um, as you might say, the land of the ancestors, right? And so uh, there is, as maybe you've seen on TV or movies, a short period of time, you know, a handful of days or a week or so um, after people pass away that um, kind of the door is open and they can they can go on their own. But if they don't know either that they've passed away, which is much more common 
than uh, than you might believe, <laughs> uh, or they weren't sure what they were supposed to do, or they're specifically hanging around for a specific reason, something they think they need to do, a message that they need to you know share, something or another. Then they're just kind of hanging around until someone helps them. Um, you know, a living person helps them get to where they need to be. And so most of the time, when there's this kind of activity in a house or what you might call a haunted house. It is just that it is somebody's loved one who hasn't gotten to where they need to be. And so when we can um, start by understanding that uh, they just need a little bit of help and it's not they're not here to scare us. They're not here to, you know, um, do horrible things to us. They, they just need a little bit of help. And so, you know. There are certainly people and you can learn how to do it, how to you know help spirits like this. But if that's not your skill set or if you're not interested in it, you know, the reality is, is that you need to reclaim the space in your house and the energy in your house because you are the one that's in control there. That is it is an extension of your physical energy body. And if you have one or more ghosts, for lack of a better term, you know, hanging around your space, uh, it's not good for your energy. It just, it's not necessarily um, something that they are negatively trying to do to you, but they have to get their energy from somewhere and, and that is from living people. And so we'll put a drain on your energy. And, you know, I talk to a lot of people say, oh yeah, but I have this nice ghost in my house. <laughs> Yeah, sure. You know, many of them are very nice or just, you know, don't really cause you any uh, drama or tr trouble or whatever else, but but they aren't necessarily where they need to be. And so um, when we can understand that and at the very least say, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go to the light, but you can't stay here. You got to find somewhere else to be. You can't be in my house. And that's kind of the first step that we go to is just in setting boundaries. And just like you wouldn't let somebody, you know, get in your energy field that, uh, you know, stand too close to you, talk right in your face. Um, you know, you don't want these extraneous energies in your house either. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Amy Dempster. You can find out more about Amy and her work at followinghawks.com, and you can find her podcast, The Earthkeepers Podcast, on Apple Podcasts and a ton of other places besides. So, Amy, when we're ready to start to set boundaries, how can we do that? Hmm. How can we do that in a way that feels safe to us but is sufficiently authoritative? that the things we say make a difference because there's a difference between going get out of here come on i mean it <laughs> and really standing in your power how do we get into that place yeah well there's a number of ways that we can do it and i you know i i also think a lot of times um we get hung up thinking like i have to make sure i do something right or exactly the right way or you know someone has to teach me this exact process but you know, this this kind of world and this universe that we live in is a lot more flexible and creative than uh, we've been taught to believe in many cases. And so however feels comfortable to you is the right way to do it, you know, and is is will accomplish the task. And so, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of starting with some uh, physical energy clearing. And that could be as simple as opening all of the windows and, you know, um, 
burning some clearing herbs, you know, a lot of people like working with cedar or sage or uh, Palo Santo or, you know, whatever, again, anything you pick to use uh, in that way um, will work perfectly fine. And really just kind of going through your space. Sometimes if you have uh, a lot of extra clutter or, um, you know, old dusty things that need to be cleared up, you know, cleaned up and cleared up, that makes a big difference in how our space feels, um, just kind of clearing out that energy. So just going through, clearing the energy out and just saying, you can say it in your head if it feels weird to say out loud, but you can absolutely say it out loud. You know, this is my space and nothing that is, um, that isn't here for my highest and best good needs to leave. Um, and, and that's a really good first step in just clearing the space out. You can use sound, you can use bells. Um, you can, uh, one of my favorite, uh, techniques, honestly, is to play solfeggio frequencies, mm. um, which if you have, you know, like whatever, any kind of music subscription, you can just look up solfeggio frequency radio station or whatever. Um, and there you, you'll find them on there. Um, but they're very, very high frequency, um, tones and harmonics. And so what they do is shift the frequency in your house and anything that doesn't match that higher frequency, um, it's not going to feel very comfortable to hang around there anymore. So those are some really, you know, good things. Cause that's something you can just turn on and just leave playing in the background, um, in your house for a handful of hours and, and see, I'll bet you can feel um, how the energy shifts just from doing a few of those kind of initial um, initial clearing things. Um, you know, and then I actually have a, a specific process. You can find it on my YouTube channel um, to call in what I call guardian spirits. And this is my kind of, you know, shortcut, I would say, to personal clearing, right? Like we can go every day and clear our space and clear everything out um, and look around and see what, what might be there. But it, it can be a lot day after day and, you know, all kinds of different things can kind of come and go in your space. And so um, through meditation, you can basically call in some spirits that are uh, specifically want to help keep the energy in your house clear. And so uh, once they show up, you can give them whatever instructions you want. You know, I always say it's your house. You can you can make whatever rules you want, um, but you can ask them to clear out any spirits um, that are in the space that don't belong there anymore. And, uh, and it works. It'll, it'll work really fast. A lot of people, um, kids especially can see them usually. Yeah. And so a lot of people will tell me they do the meditation and their kids will go, Oh, who is that in the front yard? <laughs> so um, yeah, it's really, it works really, really well. I hope this isn't a silly question. You were saying about, saying to the ghost or you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. You, <laughs> right. you don't have you, this is no longer your space. If there's only a limited amount of time for them to cross into the light when they pass. And if that, if that time's expired, where do the spirits go when we move them along? Yeah. So, I mean, what, what we can do as um, you know, humans incarnated on the earth is we can assist to, to reopen that door. Um, it's just not something they can do for themselves. And so sometimes when they're hanging around, they're doing it because they're hoping you can help them open the door again um, and, and get them. Uh, many of them know what 
where they need to be. They just don't know how to get there. <laughs> and so um, usually it is a brief conversation with them. You know, personally, I work with Archangel Michael usually and uh, ask him to open the door and kind of bring forward any family members that they might recognize. Nine times out of 10, they go right through the door and it closes and they're gone. And, and that's that. Um, and so, you know, that's something that you can do in meditation or, you know, uh, journey state as well and um, help them get uh, get where they need to be and, and get out of your house. <laughs> if you are living in a situation where you haven't been able to clear the space yourself or you've tried to or asked for angelic guidance or guardian spirit guidance to open up that light and whoever or whatever that is isn't going, what do we do if there's something a little more pernicious going on? Yeah. And, and there is, you know, there is that small percentage that um, I guess for lack of a better term, you could say are up to no good, you know, for yeah. one reason or another. Um, and, you know, first of all, you, you can still use all of these methods, you know, claiming your space and saying, get out, uh, it, it works. We have free will. Uh, that is one of the laws of this world that we live in. And they can't violate our free will. And that's a lot of what's happening is we're not tell, you know, we're not asserting that. And so um, they're going to hang around because nobody's told them they can't. So a lot of times just being really firm and being really clear about you are not welcome in this space anymore is all you need to do. Um, that being said, if they don't get moved, you know, if you just kick them out of your house, then they can, you know, go to somebody else's house. Right. <laughs> they haven't, they haven't really, really left. And so certainly if you're in a situation and there are situations where people are, um, you know, really, especially being bothered, um, some of which you see on some of these, these TV shows. And yeah. so, uh, it, it, it's never, you know, wrong or a bad thing to ask for help and to have, uh, either a shaman or, um, you know, really anybody who, uh, is kind of trained in, um, we call it psychopomp is the actual term of crossing, crossing spirits over. Um, but even being able to come in and just kind of assess what's going on and like, what is the energy, you know, one of the, the, there's kind of two things that I look for when um, there's issues going on in a house. And one is like, there's one spirit, I'm aware of it. I know what it is. You know, you maybe another name, whatever. And that can be like cleared and things are, you know, things clear up right away. Oftentimes there is something else. There's either a portal in the house or there is, um, there are timelines colliding. There, there's other kind of, uh, you know, weird and wacky things that, that happen out there. And those are usually the ones where people say, I clear the house and the spirits come right back and I clear it and more spirits come. And then I clear it again and more spirits come. That's when people tell me that that's usually when I say, okay, there's a portal, there's something else and that, you know, you're probably going to want to get some additional assistance with, um, if it's not something you're familiar with or, or haven't, haven't done before. Now, I know we're just up at the end of our time. Can you let the listeners know how they can connect with you? Because you, these are some of the services you offer. You also have the Earth Tenders Academy. You, there's so much that you offer. How can listeners find you? Yeah, my website is followinghawks.com. And yeah, I do uh, offer readings. And I also have a whole workshop just on portals, if you want to learn all about them and how to open and close them and, you know, clear these types of things out. Um, but you can find everything on the uh, work with me page on my website. If you had if there's somebody listening, 
who is a little bit worried about ch- taking charge of their own space, what's the quickest thing they could do to to ground themselves to kind of come back into their power? Yeah, I mean, what's great is to really feel into your own energy body and your own space. A lot of us, well, we're not taught that, um, what that is, and to really, you know, feel into that space. So just being able, taking a few minutes to close your eyes, you know, feel your energy connect in with the earth, uh, feel the earth energy come back into your body, and then really kind of picture and envision your energy field, your aura around you. And you can... uh, practice strengthening it. You can practice kind of pushing it out and making a wider space so that, you know, other things can't come into your space and, you know, really look and see, you know, is your, um, is your energy body kind of not quite where your physical body is, you know, do you need to kind of pull it back in so that you really feel like you're in your body and you have, you know, command of your space and and your energy field. Amy, thank you so much. I love the kind of guidance that reminds us of the respectful way in which we live alongside, not just the land, not just the spirits of the land, not just our home, but kind of that. I love your idea of time as everything happening at once that it matches well with what my guides have shown me. Um, And I love that teaching that we hold our respectful, powerful place here where we are in what we laughingly think of as chronological time. And that from (laughs) that place, we can make powerful change. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks for having me. You're very welcome. That's Amy Dempster. And you can find out more about Amy and her work. You can catch her podcast. You can read her blog. You can see the classes that she offers. All of that is at followinghawks.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. It's where you can find out more about what's coming up next on this radio show, learn about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private intuitive session with me if you're so inclined. The It's holiday sale time. Yay. And that means that between now and the end of the year, private sessions and gift certificates are 20% off. I do that for the last month of every year. So that'll expire at the beginning of 2022. But it's a chance to, if you want to um, give a reading to somebody you love, book your own sessions for the coming year, but just do it so that you get that, do it at that discount. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook where I'm Fog City Psychic. Um, I haven't posted posted a picture yet, but I started a new Santa puzzle. And if you like Santa and you like puzzles, follow me on Instagram, um, where I'm Fog City Psychic. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.